We're reading from the 11th canto. This is chapter 3, Liberation from uh, the Illusory Energy. Uh, I just came upon this verse yesterday and thought this is very nice, inspirational verse. Kvajit, sometimes, rudanti, they cry. Achuta, of the infallible Supreme Lord. Chintaya, by the thought. Kvachit, sometimes. Hasanti, they laugh. Nandanti, take great pleasure. Vadanti, speak. Alokika, acting amazingly. Nrityanti, they dance. Gayanti, sing. Anushilayanti, and imitate. Ajam, the unborn. Bhavanti, they become. Tushnim, silent. Param, the supreme. Etya, obtaining. Nivrita, freed from distress. Translation and purport by the followers of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation, having achieved, having achieved love of Godhead, the devotees sometimes cry out loud, absorbed in thought of the infallible Lord. Sometimes they laugh, feel great pleasure, speak out loud to the Lord, dance or sing. Such devotees having transcended material conditioned life, sometimes imitate the unborn Supreme by acting out his pastimes and sometimes achieving his personal audience. They remain peaceful and silent. Someone was whistling? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, nowadays, this is what's going. <laughs> oh, Hare Krishna. <laughs> ah, okay. I'd like to read uh, the full purport because there's so many nice points in it. Um, the uh, translations and purports uh, were uh, done uh, in particular by... Uh, the late Gopi Paranadana Prabhu, a very expert Sanskritist, uh, and His Holiness Ridayananda Goswami, mainly these two, were working together. I believe also some others uh, were involved. Uh, this was as requested by Srila Prabhupada, who, as perhaps all of you know, um, his final translation on the Bhagavatam was the final verse of Canto 10, Chapter 13. 
and so he gave that commission for them to continue and complete the translation and the and commenting. And I think you may find it also interesting to know um, a little um, a little detail which I was very happy to hear. Uh, it was in the early 80s. I was traveling in South India, and uh, I made a stopover at one of the Godia Mats, uh in Rajmundri, uh, the place where Ramananda, Mo- uh, where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu met Ramananda Roy. There's a very small uh, Godia Mat there. And there were maybe five or seven devotees, brahmacharis, and one sannyasi, one very senior sannyasi, who um, is or was uh, a, um, he is no longer uh, in this world, uh, was a godbrother of Srila Prabhupada. And he spoke quite good English, and uh, we had a very nice conversation in which he said uh, many interesting things, but one was he said, you, meaning you, Iskand devotees, you must complete the Bhagavatam translation of your Guru Maharaj. He was very serious and strong on this point. It must be completed because it, by that time it had not yet been completed. They were working on it. So this was coming from one of Prabhupada's godbrothers. Uh, who was also very much his uh, well-wisher and appreciated his uh, preaching. So so we have this now. Okay, translation and purport. Having achieved love of Godhead, I already read that, uh, purport. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur has explained the symptoms of love of Godhead. Rudan T.E. The devotees cry, thinking, quote, Another day has passed, and still I could not obtain Krishna. Then what will I do? Where will I go? From whom shall I inquire? And who can possibly help me reach Krishna? That's his example of uh, crying, crying for Krishna. Hasanti, it is late at night. The sky is dark, and Krishna is determined to steal from the house of one of the elderly gopis. He is hiding underneath a tree in the corner of the courtyard belonging to one of the cowherd men. Although Krishna thinks that he is completely concealed, he suddenly hears a voice from one of the elderly members of the family. Who are you there? Who are you? Who are you, I say? Thus Krishna has been caught, and he begins to flee the courtyard. When this humorous scene is revealed to the devotee, the devotee begins to laugh heartily. <laughs> Nandanti, 
when Krishna actually reveals his transcendental form to the devotee, the devotee experiences the highest transcendental bliss. Vadanti, the devotee says to the Lord, O Krishna, after so many days, I have finally achieved you. When all of the devotee's senses are absorbed in Sri Krishna, the devotee has successfully transcended the material condition of life. When has a devotee successfully transcended the material condition of life? All the senses are absorbed in Krishna. Two points for you. That's nice to know, but can we do it? That's the question. <clears throat> this is under, uh, sorry, this is indicated by the word alokikaha. Alokikaha, or the transcendental platform, is explained by the Lord in Bhagavad Gita 1426. Mamcha Bhakti yogena sevate sagunan samati jaitan brahma buyaya kalpate. One who engages in full devotional service, who does not fall down in any circumstance, at once transcends the modes of material nature and thus comes to the level of Brahman. According to Srila Sridhar Swami, Ajam Harim Anushilayanti Talilam Abhinayanti. Anushilayanti indicates that out of extreme ecstasy, the devotees sometimes imitate or act out the pastimes of the Supreme Lord. This ecstatic symptom was manifested by the gopis in Vrindavan during Krishna's absence. In the 21st verse of this chapter, it was stated, the one who has understood that there is no happiness either on earth or in material heaven must surrender at the lotus feet of a bona fide spiritual master. Tasmat gurum prapadyeta jignasu shaya uttamam the following verses gave many detailed instructions regarding the activities of a bona fide disciple. Now, this verse is describing the mature fruit of devotional service, namely, pure love of Godhead. Everyone has the opportunity to come to this platform of transcendental bliss by taking the dust of the lotus feet of Krishna's representative on his head. So, who has opportunity to come to this platform? Everyone. And how can they get to this platform? Not someone else. Yes. Taking dust from the lotus feet of Krishna's representative and doing what with it? <laughs> yeah. 
that's putting it on the head. One should give up the mentality of envy and false prestige and humbly take shelter of the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The spiritual master is to be considered the incarnation of the Lord's mercy. There is absolutely no doubt that a sincere soul who serves a bona fide spiritual master will achieve the highest perfection of life, Shreya Uttamam. He will enjoy eternal bliss and knowledge in the personal abode of the Lord. That's encouraging. Shall I read that last two sentences again? There is absolutely no doubt that a sincere soul who serves a bona fide spiritual master will achieve the highest perfection of life, Shreya Uttamam. He will enjoy, I might add, she, he or she will enjoy eternal bliss and knowledge in the personal abode of the Lord. That's the good news. <laughs> Having achieved love of Godhead, the devotees sometimes cry out loud, absorbed in thought of the infallible Lord. Sometimes they laugh, feel great pleasure, speak out loud to the Lord, dance or sing. Such devotees, having transcended material conditioned life, sometimes imitate the unborn Supreme by acting out his pastimes and sometimes achieving his personal audience. They remain peaceful and silent. Kvachit. Mukam karuti vacha lam pangum langayate irin yat kripa tamaham vande shri gurum dinataranam. As explained in the uh, last paragraph of the purport, uh, this is a kind of culmination of uh, a series of instructions. Uh, here we may want to look at uh, the question which prompts this response from Prabuddha, uh, the sage, one of the nine, one of these nine yogendras, Sri Prabuddha Uvacha. Uh, the question that he is asked by the king, in this case, Nimi, is Yataitam Aishvarim Mayam Dustaram Akritatmabi Tarantyanja Stuladiyo Maharsha Idamachutam. King Nimi said, O great sage, please explain how even a foolish materialist can easily cross over the illusory energy of the Supreme Lord, which is always insurmountable for those who are not self controlled. Hmm. Uh, that's our that's our big question, isn't it? This is what we want to know. Especially, we may want to know this uh, feeling sometimes 
to identify ourselves as uh, as here it's in the translation foolish materialists. Um, we want to know this, and Prabhuda is giving us an extended answer which includes this important uh, verse: "Tasmat Gurum Prabhadyaita Jigyasu Shreya Uttamam." Uh, Shabde pare chanishnatam brahman yupashama shrayam, which is also mentioned in the purport. It's saying tasmat, therefore, first of all, he's giving some statements about how horrible material life is, just in case one is not convinced. He's uh, describing the horrors of material life, and then he says tasmat, therefore, therefore. One should take shelter of Gurum, uh, the spiritual master. Prapadyeta uh, means it should be done, and uh, and then he goes on with details of uh, okay. Now I've taken shelter of a guru. Now what? And then the guru is giving so many instructions. In a sense, he's summarizing much of what uh, um, Srila Rupa Goswami elaborates in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. And then he, I find it interesting that he comes, uh, he, he arrives at this point of what we might want to call prayojana. Um, as I understood, our theme of uh, the, uh, this retreat has been Sambandha Abhideya Prayojana. Uh, this, uh, these, th- isn't it? These three uh, key principles by which uh, they're the, in a sense, one way of understanding. They're a lens through which we uh, uh, read or comprehend or interpret or understand shastra. Uh, and it's interesting. It can be an interesting little exercise whenever you read any given verse or series of verses you can kind of ask so is this focusing on sambanda or is it more focusing on abhideya or is it more focusing on prayojana or is it a combination of all three Um, and what we may find is that what i appreciate is um, there's an interlocking character of these you don't have sambanda without abhideya. You don't have abhideya without prayojana, and vice versa. None of it makes sense without the other. It's an interlocking, interconnection, um, and this is uh, this is uh, a source of inspiration because, as we see here in our verse today, um, there's wonderful results that can come. Uh, from the process, which in turn is coming from an understanding uh, of who we are. Jivar Sarupahoy, Krishna Nityadas, Tatasta Shakti, Veda Veda Prakash, our essential identity as eternal servants of the Lord. Uh, this verse, um, as I mentioned maybe a couple of days ago, I, I like to see the resonances in our Shastra, and this verse reminds me of, uh, and it might remind you also, of a a very nice verse, uh, also in the 11th canto, also 
just in the previous chapter, Evamvrata Svapriya Nama Kirtya Jatanurago Druta Chitta Uchai Hasatyato Rodhiti Rauti Gayantyun Madhavang Nrityati Lokavahya. It's it's a verse which is describing the result like this verse similar and uh, the the result uh of chanting the holy name and it's a verse which is quoted by Ishvarapuri Shila Ishvarapuri uh, the guru of none other than Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh let's see if i can find the verse without too much delay should be number 40 in chapter 2 it's a verse which uh, is described in the Chaitanya Charitamrita as being, what is it, one of the most essential verses of the entire Bhagavatam. Uh, here it is. Yes. By chanting the holy name of the Supreme Lord, one comes to the stage of love of Godhead. Then the devotee is fixed in his vow as an eternal servant of the Lord. And he gradually becomes very much attached to a particular name and form of the Supreme Personality of God. As his heart melts with ecstatic love, he laughs very loudly or cries or shouts. <laughs> Sometimes he sings and dances like a madman for he is indifferent to public opinion. Uh, this last point of being indifferent to public opinion can raise all kinds of questions about how we relate, uh, how we act in public and so on. We may want to go there in our discussion but uh, later, but uh, for now uh, it's nice to see this is uh, describing what's often called the symptoms of love of God. When I hear the word symptom, the English word, I think of uh, symptoms of a disease. You know, Prabhupada very often would speak of um, the symptoms of ecstatic love and so on. Uh, I think this is a special Prabhupada usage because... I may be wrong, but it seems to me that this idea of symptom is typically used in relation to medical issues. <laughs> you have symptoms of a disease. But in any case, that's also relevant here because uh, it's mentioned here that uh, sometimes the devotee dances uh, and sings like a madman. Unmadavat literally like mad. And um, this uh, particular phrase reminded me that uh, there's been a study done uh, of uh, this uh, kind of madness. It's, it's, it, was, uh, uh, it became a book. It was written by one scholar, um, uh, June McDaniel, whom I've met, an American scholar, she spent uh, some time in Bengal specifically interviewing people, but also researching the history and uh, studying the literature from the tradition. 
the Gaudiya Vaishnava tradition, but also other Bengali traditions. And she wrote a book called The Madness of the Saints. The Madness of the Saints. And uh, she's exploring what is going on here. <laughs> what is this? And a general point that she makes, it's, it's interesting, I find, that um, there's this... Uh, there's these expressions of what we like to call ecstasy. Uh, ecstasy is a favorite word amongst devotees, right? An ecstatic kirtan, and so on. Um, there's also a word ecstasy, by the way. Uh, but ecstasy, in uh, the classical sense, the word ecstasy is used in relation usually to the shamanic experience of being completely out of the body. That is ecstasy, stasis, standing outside the body. Uh, but the ecstasy that we hear about and read about and perhaps sometimes feel some reflections of or some sometimes something more intensely, that is not completely outside the body, that's very much in the body. The uh, sattvic, ashta sattvika bhavas, uh, these are very much involving the body, transformations of the body. And what is happening is, in effect, uh, the emotions are um, spilling over. <laughs> they're, they're, they're overwhelming in some way. And we read descriptions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, being you know, completely overwhelmed with ecstasy, not outside his body, that also, but uh, when he's dancing in the uh, Ratayatra, what is happening? His, his limbs are stretching out, they're extending in, his tears are shooting out, uh, and uh, his, his uh, bodily hairs are standing on end, all these intense uh, experiences uh, are, are taking place with the body. And all of this is, in a sense, goes beyond the containers of, uh, of, of religion. It, it takes uh, the, the person outside the boundaries of what is, so to say, prescribed uh, what is prescribed is, you know, doing certain rituals, acting in certain ways, uh, and uh, doing certain routines, thinking certain ways, and so on. Um, but uh, these kinds of intense emotions which are invoked and evoked uh, in uh, intense devotion they push the borders, they push the envelope, uh, they stretch the envelope, we would say in English, of uh, propriety. Actually, the word dharma, you can uh, take as meaning propriety uh, or maryada also, and we often hear Chaitan, uh, sorry, Lord Rama is sometimes called maryada purushottama, he is the Lord of Propriety. And uh, in contrast, what is Lord Krishna? He is Lila Purushottama. 
And Lila Purushottama is that Lord who is evoking these intense emotions that are being described here. In particular, and especially, I'm always uh, finding it wonderful to read here about uh, how the gopis, in their intense feelings of separation from Krishna, imitate him. They imitate Krishna to the extent uh, that sometimes they will say, I am Krishna! <laughs> now, if we say, I am Krishna, we go, uh-oh, we've got a mayavadi here, look out. <laughs> say again? Sahajiya, yes, or Sahajiya. Um, uh, but the gopis are saying, I am Krishna, and they're imitating. But they're imitating one lila after another. Actually, that section of the Bhagavatam, chapter uh, chapter 30 of the 10th canto, is a kind of summary of Krishna's lila, his, his childhood lila. That intensity uh, of, of devotion is what the devotees look to and is celebrated in the Bhagavatam. And so the Bhagavatam is saying, Savai pungsang paro dharmo yato bhaktir adhokshade ahaituki apratiyata yayatma suprasidati uh, it's it's giving a definition of of sorry of the supreme dharma, dharma being the the place of propriety of doing things right, and it's saying actually it's bhakti, uh, the the supreme outer edge of of dharma is bhakti, and that outer edge of bhakti is uh, embodied in the activities of the gopis. And what do the gopis do? They drop everything and go to Krishna. And what does Krishna do? He says, what are you doing here? You should go back home. Um, and of course, as he's saying, you should go back home, he's simultaneously saying, please stay here, as Vishwanath Chakavarti Thakur explains. And so they stay and the whole drama of the Rasalila happens, uh, the disappearing, the finally uh, reappearing of, of Krishna. And the gopis are, uh, of course, uh, overjoyed in Krishna's uh, company. And at the same time, they're kind of poking him and challenging him. What kind of a friend are you, actually? And so there's this uh, interesting. Uh, um, uh, there's there's an interesting mood of their devotion, their feeling for Krishna, and all of this culminates in a most astonishing statement by Krishna when he's talking about friendship, and he's saying, you know, I've I've disappeared only in order to increase uh, your love. That's his. That's his um, excuse, I feel like. <laughs> That's his reason uh, for for leaving when he comes back. And he says, what does he say? He says, Napareham nirvadyasam yujam svasadukritya vibhudayushapiva. Your love for me, I, I'm sorry. 
I can't reciprocate. Uh, it's more than I'm able to uh, to properly reciprocate. Why? Because you've given up everything. Um, Krishna, the Supreme Lord, of course, that's one of his opulences, is uh, renunciation, but he's... He is the Lord, and he is in this awkward position now that he's with his most devotional devotees, and they are kind of confronting him, and he's saying, actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, can't I can't reciprocate with you. I can't properly. So you'll have to be satisfied with your own, um, your own devotion. But it goes beyond that, and this is a point I want to, you may think, where is, this, where is this Swami taking us, you know, where is he going with all of this? He's going around in circles. No, I'm, I'm coming to a point, <laughs> uh, which I'm exploring, and so by speaking it, it helps me to think more about it. Um, the... Um, the late Gaur Govinda Swami uh, often emphasized this point uh, that the Lord, uh, Lord Krishna, being in debt, what does he do? He repays his debt to the gopis. How does he do that? He appears as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And as Mahaprabhu, he uh, becomes sannyasi. He renounces. So as the gopis have renounced, so he renounces. That um, gesture of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is his gesture of reciprocating and thereby realizing the position, the mood, the dedication, the purity of the devotion uh, of the gopis. Okay. So we have now an, uh, an issue of debt. Um, and we may want to then look or relook or revisit Mahaprabhu's invitation, which he makes in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila chapter 7, 7 and 8, uh, saying, I am a gardener and I have so many fruits that I am collecting and I need help to distribute them. Uh, and so he's inviting the whole world, uh, please join in this sankirtan uh, to distribute these fruits of love of God. All right, we're familiar with that. Now, what if we go a step further? And this brings us back to uh, to Prabhudha's uh, advice to King Nimi, tasmat gurung prapadyeta jigyasa, jigyasu, Shreya, Uttamam, uh, therefore take shelter of Guru. Now, what happens when we take shelter of Guru? We become indebted to the Guru, right? We don't usually advertise this point when we're preaching. Take up Christian consciousness and become indebted for life. Everyone is already enough indebted to the bank, paying for their house, but we're saying, yes, become indebted for life, not just life, life after life. And then, what does the guru say to do? Uh, 
to honor that debt is we should we should preach, we should take up Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission, we should go, we should invite people to do what? To take shelter of Krishna, what does that mean? Take shelter of Guru, what does that mean? That means become indebted. And so what is this Hare Krishna movement all about? It's about expanding uh, the situation of spiritual indebtedness. This is a very dangerous movement. Uh, but it's uh, also a very blissful movement. <laughs> because being situated in this, in this sort of indebtedness, it becomes possible it becomes uh, uh, it becomes possible, as is described here, uh, to um, sometimes to cry for Krishna, sometimes to laugh at Krishna, sometimes to laugh with Krishna, uh, and uh, in this way to experience this condition, uh, this condition of being unconditioned. Uh, nirvritaha and alokigaha. Uh, this is expressed also by Srila Bhaktivinodak, where his longing, kabe habe bolo seidinamar, uh, you know this song, um, he says, aparadaguchi, he starts th throwing away, giving, uh, giving up, uh, distancing myself from aparada. Shudhaname ruchi kripa bole habe ridoye sanchar. When will that day come when uh, the ruchi of the name will sanchar will become spread ridoye in my heart? When is that ruchi of the holy name going to fill up my heart? And then he goes through. Uh, uh, Echoing verses from the Shikshastakam. Trinadika hin kabe nijemani, sahishnutaguna ridoye teani, shokale manada aponi amani, hoye ashvaribonam rasa sar. Considering myself lower than a blade of grass, bringing the quality of forbearance into my heart, showing respect to all. Uh, myself being freed from all false pride, Tridada Bisunichena, Turoriva Sahishana, Amanina Manadena, Girtaniya Sadahari. He's, he's uh, turning this verse into a prayer, uh, personal prayer, and so on. And his final verse is uh, coming back to this uh, situation of indebtedness. Kabe Jibe Doya. Hoibe udoi nijasukha buli bulia sudina ridoya bakati vinod koriya vinoy shri agnya tahal tahal koribe prochar kabe when jibe doya having doya having compassion for jivas for the living entity entities, when will this arise? When is, when's it going to happen, finally? 
when am I actually going to feel this? Nija sukha buli, uh, with a little apostrophe, means bulia, which means it's gerund, uh, gerund, which means having forgotten. So nija sukha, my own happiness, bulia, having forgotten my own, having, in other words, I don't, my own happiness? What is that? Who cares? Um, sudina ridoya. Uh, feeling, the word dina can mean something like wretched, uh, feeling lowly. Sudina, very, just as the lowest of the low. Hridoya, in the heart, uh, feeling, feeling this, uh, sense of, uh, smallness. Baka tivinod, koriya binoy, binaya, is um, something like meekness, vidya vinaya sampane, brahmane, the brahmanas who are <coughs> endowed with vidya and vinaya. <coughs> so koriya vinoy, doing, having done, vinoy, uh, humility, shri agya tahal. Agya here means order, the order of who? of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, which is Sri Agya. It's a beautiful order. That's in one way of taking the word Sri. Of course, Sri can also mean uh, Lakshmi Devi. It can mean glorious. Uh, but it, we can say it's that uh, most honored order, uh, the order of the Guru, uh, and the order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, koribe prochar. Koribe, I will do what? Prochar. I will, uh, I will, um, I will, we say preach. I will preach. When? Kabe, habe, bolo, sedin, amar. When will that day be mine? Um, so when will that day be mine that I will expand uh, the situation of indebtedness? And by doing so, I will be working off, even though it's not possible, I will be working off my debt. You know, there's, there's interest accruing <laughs> as, we're, as we're taking the mercy of Guru and Krishna, what's happening? The interest rate uh, is there and it's going up and up and, you know, unless we at least... Uh, pay that interest rate, uh, we can be in big trouble. Uh, but it's a nice trouble. <laughs> this trouble we want. And this trouble can invoke in us or induce in us uh, this kind of longing uh, for this prayojana uh, perfection. The word prayojana means goal. It can also mean necessity to feel that Krishna consciousness uh, to be Krishna conscious, it is my necessity. I must do or die, uh, attain it. Kabe habe bolo sedinamar. Krantaraj Shimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Hare Krishna. Maharaj, comments? Is there a microphone for you? Uh, thank you very much for this very 
presente, classe. Não, então, é só coisa que toca em outros thoughts, porque ele, por exemplo, para o provoking, but I honestly feel questions, and I'm particularly interested how will a scholar, a scholar like June, what is the name? June McDaniel. June McDaniel. Yeah. Going to Bengal and seeing and, and writing a book, The Madness of the Saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's a field research which she has done. It was, it was a combination. She did ethnography, as it would be called, and uh, also textual research. Both. Textual research. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, uh, what did she find? Uh, I mean... Then I approach the Sadhus, the Sadhu Loka, and I have great interest uh, in, in what they feel and, and so on. I have seen very exalted states, but I've seen also a lot of psychology, human psychology working, yeah. which may push a person over a border that is not spiritual, but just, uh, you know, What have you have you read the book or summary of the book? What what did what 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 does someone who makes that the subject see? That that is I'm highly interested in that. Uh, well, it's been some, quite some time since I read the books, <laughs> so truth be told, I don't think I can speak very specifically. She was particularly interested in this um, sort of interplay of psychology and and spirit. And um, as I remember, she simply recognized that uh, there is such an inter- interplay going on, that it has a, a wide variety of um, expressions, so to say, uh, and that it is, let's say, a field for Uh, serious consideration in the academic world. <laughs> so that's about as far as you get with that sort of thing, you know. Uh, but I have met her, I've spoken with her, and, um, you know, she's, uh, she's a thoughtful person who is very uh, intrigued, let's say. Um, I would say it, it, it borders. You meet many of these scholars who do this kind of thing. Uh, there's some. There's a fascination there, uh, which draws them, and um, and for them also kind of stretches the envelope. They are scholars, and they want to keep their feet on the on the scholarly ground, so to say. Uh, but they also, you know, they want to rise up uh, at the same time to a higher higher level. Uh, and so there's some, yeah, I don't know, some interesting mix there. But I can't say I got to know her in any depth, uh, so I can't really say much more than that. Um, but you, you meet this, these sorts of, of, uh, of people, scholars, who, especially in, you know, my field uh, study of religion so they you meet quite a few of these they're really like they they know there's somewhere 
uh, in betwixt and between, and uh, they uh, are trying to make some sort of some sort of resolution uh, of what seems like two different uni universes. Uh, uh, in her book, she mentioned uh, she has a section on Gorky Shortas Babaji um, and uh, some modern, more modern uh, sadhus. You had a question from. <laughs> <coughs> You briefly mentioned uh, Gorgovinda Maharaj's uh, comment on Naparayaham. Can you please elaborate a little bit, like, uh, what, how exactly Krishna returned the favor by, by becoming Lord, by taking the form of Lord Chaitanya and, learn, and learning himself what, what renunciation is? Just a little more. Well, okay. Um, I can't say much more. Again, it's been a while since reading, but. <laughs> memory um, uh, but he, he just emphasized, he elaborates extensively on this I would say he makes this a kind of kingpin, a kind of a central point of why the Lord appears as Lord Chaitanya he is coming as Lord Chaitanya he must, he's impelled he feels obliged uh, he must uh, reciprocate that um, surrender which the gopis have demonstrated and this is how he does it he and he does it by as you also mentioned by himself experiencing uh, and so he he takes to the renounced order which is we can say interesting because he's doing something which is within uh, the the boundaries of Dharma. He's uh, taking sannyas order, which is an established order, uh, and he is um, following the regulations of that order very carefully. So even though he's doing this as a reciprocation uh, with the gopis, as an experience of the surrender of the gopis, He's doing it uh, in a very sort of self, almost self-conscious way in terms of social uh, context. But then we understand as we go uh, into those portions of Chaitanya Charitamrita describing Mahaprabhu's uh, uh, prema avesha, his his madness, uh, his unmada, and his prema avesha, his, his possession, his, he becomes possessed, literally, uh, with prema, and his, his, you know, complete over, uh, the, the utter intensity of those feelings as expressed by Krishnadas Kaviraj, and quoting from different uh, works and so on we get a sense that, okay, now it's really happening. Now Lord Chaitanya is in the Gambira. He is uh, feeling, he's really feeling what the gopis feel uh, as Krishna suddenly disappears from the rasa dance. That, that would be my, <laughs> my very superficial understanding. <laughs> uh, 
Yes, Madhaji in the back, Manjula. Uh, you mentioned in this discussion that Krishna is saying, I cannot reward you, but then there is a sentence, at least in the Krishna book, there's the sentence, you get the real reward by chanting the glories of Krishna. So the reward that the gopis get is that they get to chant the glories of Krishna. Mm. So so the, the death which is there, it's a death, but it's also... There are so many sweet points in the death. It's yes. not a negative death. Yes. So I think it's important that you don't feel burden. Right. It's not a burden. It's not a debt of burden. Uh, but at the same time, it's a debt, which means there's a sense of obligation. And thank you for making this point. It's very nice. Um, that, um, And this has been uh, argued by one again, scholar, that the very sort of kernel concept in the Vedic Dharma Shastras is the notion of debt, and that we are born with debts and that we have to do something about them um, in order to, yeah, ultimately in order to be liberated. Uh, but... Um, there is an obligation, an obligation, this is very much an idea of dharma, that with obligation one should do something. So, yes, and what we should do, as you're pointing out, is something wonderful and sweet and enjoyable and uh, anandam buddhivardhanam. <laughs> so that's also there. We're expanding the debt, but how... How is that happening? Anandam Buddhivardhanam. It's an expansion of Ananda. Yes, thank you. Because the discussion is on this one point of Nampadayana, please allow me to take a little grain of scent into the ocean of this subject. <laughs> <laughs> Just so long as it's not a grain of sand in the sweet rice. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Let us just go to the situation as we have as revealed in the Bhagavatam. There's Krishna, the son of Nanda Maharaj, who's described to be a dear Dira Lalita. He wrote by Rupa Goswami, that means he's absolutely carefree. He walks through the pasture land of Vrindavan and is engaged in Lila and, and play for its own sake. Mm -hmm. There is no worry at all. Now on the other side we find the gopis. They give up everything to be with Krishna. They give up all social norms. They are cursed by society. It is absolutely impossible in Vedic society for a girl to leave the home to come to a lover. This is, they are risking more than their life. They are they're risking everything mm -hmm. to be with this carefree Krishna. So Krishna is confronted by them. What kind of lover 
are you at the end of the Rasa Lila? The Gopi say, we give everything to you, you give nothing to us. <laughs> what is going on? Do you have maybe a character forward? Or, <laughs> you know, they, they confront him. So Krishna takes that to heart. He says, your love for me is so great and my, my response is so small in comparison. So then he comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he does exactly his repayment of debt is like this. He renounces society. He becomes, you know, he's not an is concerned. He's concerned. He means you get Lakshmi, you get the best food, your worry is that you don't eat too much, you are sick, you know, that he walks through the forest, yeah. no, no meal, no steady meal. Mm. Uh, 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 he is, uh, and he, what does he do? He does exactly, he, he replays an equal coin. The gopis have surrendered everything for being a Kajman in their love. One pointed, only one person. Yeah. Krishna, 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 Krishna. Now Krishna says, hey, I can't be like this. I have to respond to all devotees. Who are coming to me in kind? I've said this. I, I, my love is so much spread all over. Mm. I have to do this. I mean, please understand it. But I can't be so single for my mm. like you now as Mahaprabhu. There's only one thing. He's, he has given up everything. He's become a Kartma, a Kantika. Everything ick, 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 ick. And he has, uh, as you pointed out so nicely, he has renounced everything. He has mm-hmm. only two garments, not like Krishna, or wardrobe, a whole, a whole shrunk only with fruits. <laughs> <laughs> for providing much more than a grain of sand no, no, in the no, ocean. No, this the, was... <laughs> and this makes me think, as you said, he's wandering, looking for Krishna, Ekat, single-mindedly. In Vrindavan, he's wandering forest to forest, but then, then starts the trouble that in his feelings, what happens? He becomes so overwhelmed, he's diving into the Yamuna, and he's endangering his own life as a result. And that is so distressing to to Balabhadra Bhattacharya, his assistant, 
He's so distressed by that, he's having to drag him out of the Yamuna every day, becomes a regular daily habit of Lord Chaitanya to dive in the Yamuna and forget that he's underwater. Um, so Balabhadra says, Mahaprabhu, please, let's leave Vrindavan. It's too much here. It's too much. You're, you're always, it's, it's too dangerous for you to be here because he was in too much ecstasy. So it was a short time only. It was only about two months that Mahaprabhu was in Vrindavan. And then to please his devotee, said, all right. And he agreed to leave Vrindavan. His whole purpose was to come to Vrindavan. From when he took sannyas, his whole idea was, I'm going to Vrindavan. And then Nityananda and Advaitacharya, they cheated him. And we know the whole story. Uh, but he just wanted to go to Vrindavan. Every time he tried, there were some obstacles. Finally, he gets to Vrindavan. And when he gets to Vrindavan, it's too much ecstasy. It's too much intense. So much so that his servant says, we have to leave. It's too much uddipana. <laughs> and so they leave. And then he spends the rest of his life in Puri, in that feeling of intense viraha. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Yes. <clears throat> Again, on this point, on this point of indebtedness, will this ever end? That we are indebted? Would you would you want to be at a point where you can say, my dear Guru Maharaj, I have now paid back all my debts to you, um, and so then what? I, I understand. I don't. I understand the material concept of, of, of being indebted. But yeah. I don't understand the spiritual concept. Uh, the spiritual concept is that it's giving us ever more impetus to serve. And uh, that is a sweet impetus that we, 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 that we take as our treasure. It, it's a debt which is at the same time a treasure. <laughs> Figure that out. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yes, Ananga Manjari Mataji. Also, coming to this point, I also thought in the way, like, in material way, and then we have a quantitative approach we are thinking about, which we have to be in but is this in the spiritual dimension? Because many times we are mixing this also. We think we have to do a lot, a lot, a lot. What is the quality? Ah, uh, yes, that's a very nice point. Um, I mean, that could go into a whole nother discussion, <laughs> which I, I wouldn't um, want to do just now. But uh, it goes into the question of uh, different meanings to the word value. In Sanskrit, we have the word artha, 
uh, which can mean value. And uh, there's, you know, basically two kinds of value. There's uh, the value which is measurable, and there's the value which is not measurable. And the sort of debt that we're talking about is the kind of immeasurable, uh, is that of the category of immeasurable value, uh, which is why it can be a treasure. <laughs> uh, but I think you raise an interesting an important point also that mm, we may be misunderstanding, uh, we may be putting this sense of debt into this wrong category of measurable, uh, measurable values and think, therefore, I just have to do more, 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 and then at some point it'll all be paid off. And then I can, then I can take rest finally. Um, then I can have as many gulab jamans as I want. Um, that's that can be a mistake, uh, which would become um, prayasa or over endeavor, and that then is missing the point as well. Good, thank you. Good, I think we can end there. Thank you all so much, uh, and. Yes, it's been um, my good fortune to be here these last few days. Um, my original uh, scheduling was to come here at this time, and uh, original scheduling. Some weeks ago, I was planning out where will I go, and uh, I was scheduling myself to come here. Um, and uh, then I found out that his Holiness Sachinan and Swami will also be here, and there's going to be a whole thing going on. So I thought, oh, okay. That is for my benefit only. <laughs> so thank you all very much. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Grantara Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai.